Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Ashley Elysian Speaks. I hope you all are doing well. So today is not about the glow up kit or none of that. I wanted to speak on my personal experiences where I have, you know, personally experienced police just doing way too much. So one of my first experiences where I felt harassed by the police was when I was only 16. I was out with a boy and we were chilling at this park down the street from my house and we was in his car and there were like five other cars in the same parking lot. And this park, you know, was a neighborhood park. It never closed or nothing like that. So it didn't matter what time he was there, but we had to be there at maybe like 730 at night. And, um, you know, this was just a low-key park. But anyways, the police, you know, ended up coming up there. I don't know why. And, of course, they only came to our car. And they get to questioning us and asking us why we there. And, you know, I remember thinking, we chilling, just like all the other cars that's up here, you know. And, um, but they still made us get out the car. They searched the car. They was looking us up. Um, I had to sit on the bumper of the police car while they did all that. I remember being super cold um, and just feeling humiliated. And, you know, and I was so young at the time, y'all. You know, I didn't know that this was a form of racism. You know, I just wanted to go home. And I did. You know, they ended up letting us go. And we just, we didn't ask no questions. You know, we just left. And I never told my mom. I don't know why. I mean, I didn't want her to know I was with a boy, obviously. But even if she knew that, she would have still been pissed about the way the police treated us. You know, but I didn't want to put my single mother in that predicament. So, um, you know, just but them making us get out the car and in front of people and searching us and all of that. Just the whole thing. She would have been pretty upset. Um but that situation, y'all, that had nothing on this next one. So I'm like 17, right? Going on 18. And I was with another friend of mine. And we were in Canton, Michigan. And it's as white as it sounds. So, <laughs> But black folks is everywhere in Michigan, y'all. It might be a lot or it might be a sprinkle. But we here. <laughs> but anyways, this person and I, you know, was going back to a friend's apartment after leaving the gas station. And the guy I was with, you know, he made a right turn on a red light. And I'm going to tell y'all right now, there was no sign that said no turn on red. Then I could understand us being pulled over so they could give a give him a ticket or whatever. But um, that wasn't the case. Now, another thing I want to mention is his car was really nice and he had like slightly tinted windows. So y'all already know cops don't like blacks in nice cars and nice neighborhoods, which is some racist bullshit. These cops question us and, you know, the whole big same shit, make us get out, all of that. And they search the car and they search this man's car, y'all three times three times and then 
they brought dogs to double check that they didn't miss anything after the after three times this shit was so horrible y'all we was on the side of the road and these cops not only had the dogs sniffing the car but they had more dogs sniffing us and it was just me and this guy for this was all happening from turning on a red light you know but by this time, because them police dogs are so aggressive, this, by this time, I'm crying and confused. I'm scared as hell. I don't understand why all this is, you know, happening like this and um, why they had dogs on us. And eventually, they let us go. He didn't even get a damn ticket. I still remember how traumatized I was, you know. And when we got back, you know, he was just like, that's what happens when you black out here. And I remember in both incidents, the cops, all the cops involved had their hands on their guns. Neither time were there drugs in the car or anything happening for that type of treatment. You know what I'm saying? So it was just, you know, it was just like what? What kind of shit is this? You know, and this all happened before I even turned 18. And one more incident that happened um, was when I was about 18, 19. Uh, I think I was like 19, though. But um, same thing, just no dogs. And that cop, funny enough, got his karma, though. You know, I only know that because um, about a year later, my boyfriend and I at the time uh, saw it on the news. But because it was him and I that got pulled over in Inkster, Michigan. But um, this cop, y'all, a year later pulls over somebody else. And I don't remember the whole story, but uh, the guy ended up getting in this cop's car and running his ass over. So I remember feeling some karmic justice after seeing that. But in all seriousness, though, Um, I've experienced it so many times where the police were clearly doing the most because we were black and they may not care, but the emotional scars and trauma from shit like that is one of the reasons why we say black lives matter. You know, we shouldn't have to live in fear of the police if you're not violent or harming anyone else's well-being or safety, you know? And yes, you know, I've also been in jail before a time or two in my adult life. Don't judge me. (laughs) But what I was disturbed at was the fact that, like, a lot of the women that I was locked up with were there for defending themselves from a man. These women had black eyes blood on their shirts they were distraught about their children you know and while society likes to push the message that men get locked up for putting their hands on women it's not the case for women of color period and that's the saddest part because I mean I can only speak for black women when I say you know when we do experience domestic abuse we don't speak up because we fear how our men will be treated by the police. You know, ain't that something? You know, we have to do better amongst ourselves. We can't be screaming Black Lives Matter and still be divided amongst our own communities, though. So, 
you know, we understand that being a black man is is very hard, but so is being a black woman. You know, we got to be an example for our kids as well as help be a part of the change that we want to see for our children's future. You know, I don't want my son to go through those scary moments that I did with the police. You know, with being pulled over for just being black or harassed by the police at all. That's why we can't forget why there are still protests happening and should continue. They just releasing all those cops that killed George Floyd. Just one by one, just releasing them. And they still haven't charged any cops for killing Breonna Taylor. And Trayvon Martin killer just free as a damn bird. Because the people in power, the ones that call all the shots, see see America as, you know, a business. Money, trades, and deals. I said this in my first season. They don't see us as human beings. They see us as objects. Objects they can bet on and play this game of life and death. That's why we have to continue to fight for change. And I always say, you know, fight for change in any way that works for you. But don't forget the message. Don't ever let the message die. Black lives matter. And I'm going to leave it there, y'all. You know, you can follow me on Instagram at Ashley Elysian Speaks. And until next time, be brave and have faith. Peace.